0: Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign on bonus, 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's mybookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. All right, let's talk with former Alabama great, now Colts center Ryan Kelly, fresh back from the Pro Bowl. He is with us now on the JohnstonRVcenter.com hotline. What is up, Ryan? How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. How are we doing this morning? Doing awesome. Thanks a lot. I, I remember back in the day it used to be a money-losing proposition to go to the Rose Bowl, or the, excuse me, the uh, Pro Bowl because it was in Hawaii. Is it the same when it is here in the continental United States? Does it get that expensive still with all the people that want to go?
1: Uh, it, it, it can get a little pricey, but I have to admit, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's a much cheaper ticket than uh, the Hawaii used to be. And, and Orlando is a really kind of an easy place to get to for most, you know, most people in the world, but um, you know, they do a really good job down there. I mean, we, we brought our two uh, our two kids, our twin boys, and had the family down there. I mean, a couple years ago, I took my 85-year-old grandma on a bunch of rides. <laughs> um, and so it, it is a fun experience. I mean, the, the game is obviously no longer a game anymore, um, and probably for good reason. But uh, they really do do a good experience. And it's, it's not too bad. I mean, at the end of the day, you're still making a check. Uh, pretty sizable one too so it's not too bad
2: i know it's a uh it's kind of taboo for nfl players that aren't in the super bowl to actually attend a super bowl as spectators um i would assume you guys still get two tickets and is it one of those that you just uh i don't know if you can sell them do you give them to friends
1: what do you do with your tickets I can't comment on that, but I do not attend the Super Bowl. Okay.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. We're not, we're not going to push it at all. Hey, those tickets, and we were talk, talking about this, Ryan. I think the average ticket to get in was 11000 and and like, the worst seat in the house is like $8,000. Like, you have got to be a multimillionaire to be able to buy Super Bowl tickets now.
1: It's insane. I mean, uh, I think – I can't remember where I heard this at, but it was basically – you know, the Super Bowl is not really for NFL fans because most NFL fans can't afford it. I mean, it's, you know, corporate suites, corporate tickets, and um, it just seems like, I mean, at the end of the day, the the NFL is the biggest biggest sport. uh, Most watch, you know, look at Thanksgiving this year, right? I mean, it just blew out NBA. Um, And so I think it is becoming – it's one of the things that's also – I think it's more to be seen, too, but it it, kind of sucks, right? I mean, imagine you're playing for the 49ers. You want to have your family come. You know, I think the NFL gives you two tickets and you go go buy the rest of them I mean i I, I talked to one guy a couple of years ago who played in the Super Bowl and I think he ended up breaking even by the time he paid for his family's hotels all the tickets and then whatever they they you know he ended up losing the Super Bowl so I think that you know whatever it was <laughs> a couple of you know a bunch of, tens of thousands of dollars right he ended up breaking even um which seems insane right I mean you'd think that if you're a player in the NFL you should be able you should go to get some decent ticket prices right but um, it's crazy out there.
3: You know, I'm interested as you prepare for a big game like this, and you got someone like Nick Bosa on the other side that uh, led the league with 21 knockdowns, ten and a half sacks. When you guys are game planning uh, for someone who can pressure the quarterback like that, do you focus a lot on on one player that can change the game and, and sort of design things, or is it week to week? It's pretty much the same same type of scheme. Uh, I guess what I'm asking, can one guy sort of change what you do week to week in a game?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you look at Aaron Donald, I mean, he's a perfect example of that. Um, You know, I think that the the hardest part with the 49ers is you look across their their defensive line and who who are you going to send your double team to? Right? You send your double team left, now the right side's exposed. You go right, now the left side's exposed. Uh, I mean, you know, Hargraves, all these guys that they've got, Eric Armstead, I mean, they, they can all wreak havoc and they play their defense they play within their defense they play the defense for so long now a lot of those guys have been there you know consistently together and they play extremely well together i think it's just gonna to be tough um you can't really pinpoint a single matchup where you're like you know we need to help we do a help the left tackle right or we need to help the right tackle and like you know we all need help <laughs> so uh, i think they're you know their ability to uh i mean certainly you know Mahomes getting out of the pocket um uh, the running game obviously will help that but um you know this ultimately you know, this is the head-to-head matchup you want to see right two great teams and uh, I think guess one difference between college and the NFL is, you know, college, you might place a, you might face an elite player once every couple games, you know, and there might be just one of them per D-line. This one, you've got every single person is elite D-lineman, so uh, good luck to them, and, uh, you know, it's amazing they're still playing.
0: Ryan Kelly with us, uh, the former Alabama great, now with the Colts. He's on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. I don't know about you because I don't know how closely... You know, as you're preparing for a game, you're able to follow this. But when Chase Young went to San Francisco, I was like, you got to be kidding me. They're adding that guy, too? I mean, that's that's an incredible defense that they're going to add Chase Young, too?
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to start thinking, like, you know, you look at – I'm not a GM. I don't understand, you know, necessarily everything about a salary cap. But you start looking across the board, and I mean, there's a lot of money tied to that team. So it's amazing that they can afford um, and be able to do all these different trades. And, um, you know, it's truly – it's kind of, it's, it's, it's always fascinating in the NFL. It's really kind of a chess match of like, how can you stack together a team? Um, certainly having Brock on a, uh, a rookie contract, a quarterback helps up and, and frees a lot of room up and else in other places. But, um, you know, how do you, A, stay healthy throughout the year and B, add components and pieces, um, in the offseason to really, you know, make a playoff push and, um, you know, to, to do it consistently also is pretty impressive. I mean, you, any, any team can go all in for one year, you know, spend as much money as you want. Um, hopefully that team makes it to the AFC Championship or, or go to the Super Bowl great, but, uh, usually those teams don't last year after year and to see the 49er success. Um, adding pieces like Christian McCaffrey, Chase Young, all these guys, right? it's, it's really impressive to see.
2: Well, I tell you what's impressive, Ryan, and and you look at Kansas City in the last five years, three years in the Super Bowl, but you playing at Alabama, it's almost like the, the opposite transformation of Alabama went from great defenses winning championships under Saban to these unbelievable offenses, and Kansas City in the last five years has gone from the electrifying offense to a dominant defense that's really carried them to this point.
1: You know, I think it's, yeah, I think, I think the NFL is such a long season, right? And it's hard to, you know, you're never the same week to week and it's not always a steady growth. Um, you know, you're going to play really good defenses and you're going to have bad game. Uh, I think, it, you know, Kansas City's always played that defense, right? And they've, they've consistently been, you know, a top 10 team in defense and, you know, certainly they have their ups and downs too. Um, and I think that's why the NFL is so special because you only got 53 guys, right? you only got what 48 that dress out. Um, you know, and so how do you maximize those guys when you're dealing with injuries, you're dealing with contracts? Um, so, you know, I, I think the, the more impressive thing is that they've been able to get back to back and reach the Super Bowl that many times in that in that short span, because, you know, uh, everybody's expected out of Alabama now, but I can assure you that in the NFL it is 10 times harder to make it, um, you know, let alone win your division every year, you know, go to the AFC championship, go to the Super Bowl. I mean, those are like, those are, those are pretty, Steep tasks to climb every single year, and to do it year in and year out is really impressive.
3: This is our first chance to talk to you since Nick Saban uh, retired. Uh, I'd like to ask you about how he impacted your life uh, with your decision to come to Alabama, and how you think he's going to enjoy being a broadcaster—the guy who actually spreads the rat poison now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, I think it's you know I think everybody was a little shocked. Um, at first, you know, and I mean, it, I look back on it now, and I understand why he did I mean, like, to be 72 and the, the new landscape of the NCAA just doesn't make sense to me. I'm sure it doesn't make sense to you either. Um, seems like you're kind of chasing your tail around a lot, so I, I won't go down that rabbit hole unless you guys want to, but anyway, um, you know, when I was 17, um, I'd committed to Alabama, and I told some people this before um, the last couple weeks is that, you know, the one thing that stuck out to me and why I went there, you know, you look back at, you know, 30, must be 31 in May. Um, and then the decision you make at 17 can help, you know, ultimately have the biggest impact here on your life. And certainly did mine. Um, and I was having a lot of great offers come in and this, that and the you other. Know, There's a lot of schools. And so I'll make it short, but uh, the reason why, you know, I chose Bama was I think ultimately because Nick never, ever promised me anything. And I think that was the most genuine thing that he could have done. Um, in recruiting was, you know, didn't, didn't hand me a a national championship trophy and assure we're going to win one of these. I'm going to start as a freshman. None of that. It was just, I'm going to do everything I can to make you successful on and off the field to give you every resource, every chance to prove yourself. Um, And then uh, obviously, you know, at 17, um, everything, the flashy, you know, the flashy rings and all that sounds a lot better, but um, for whatever reason, it stuck with me. Um, And so that's kind of one of the lasting impacts he made on my life. And, um, you know, he's been there, you know, Every step of the way, when we lost our daughter, he was the first one to message me and um, reach out to me, Miss Terry, and, and I just can't, you know, can't thank him enough because you know he ultimately changed the direction of my life. Um, and, and when I blew out my ECL and LCL my senior year, uh, he honored that scholarship, which he didn't have to do.
0: Yeah, have you had a chance to talk with him or text with him since he announced his retirement? I know you were busy at that time too.
1: You know, I've never, I've never had Nick's cell phone number, uh, so. I, I knew that that was that's kind of one of the things that like they never they were never gonna hand out his number. If you ever got a call from, it's always unknown, you know. And I think that's probably for the best is that his phone number's not reaching out there. But um, I'm gonna send him something nice. I mean, just uh, I mean he doesn't need anything, obviously, for me. But <laughs> um, you know, it just you know the impact he had on my life. You know, the things that you know he instilled in me at 17, and he really gave me a chance to grow as a player. Trusted me, in my development, um, and told me to come back for my fifth year, which I did and ultimately led to my success, you know, now. So it's it's no, it means a lot to me.
0: Um, this is a very awkward situation here. I have Nick Saban's cell phone number. I could share it with you if you would like. I'll, I don't know how to do this, but I find it weird uh, that I have
2: his number. In your well, if, if you get it, Ryan, just make sure you tell him that Ryan Brown gave yeah. it to you. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Hey,
1: Ryan Brown is handing this out to anybody in Birmingham. Yeah. Hey, and, if, uh,
2: and, and then Brown in turn will, will send out that you're looking to sell two Super Bowl tickets for this uh, Sunday.
3: Yeah. Uh, I can't
1: confirm that I have them or I do
0: not
3: have yeah. them. So. And, and by the way, with him saying that now live, on the air i will promise you that that number is going to be changed by the weekend <laughs> oh he's not gonna answer it <laughs> uh and i would tell you he can use something if you saw his tee shot at the pro-am at the waste management on number 16 in the stadium hole he needs a mid-range short game off the tee box right now he shanked it to the right so uh, oh, man
1: that's, that's surprising because he is usually consistently straight uh i can't figure a short game but you know, uh, there was a group of four of us that played in, one of the, in the, the A-Club outing after after we graduated, and, you know, Nick plays a hole with everybody. We get up there, all four of our tee shots, I mean, left, right, you know, in the water, we're all swinging for the fences, right? I mean, in Saving, he's got that mystique. We're a little nervous on the tee box. He gets up there, you know, whatever, 189, 100, 200 yards right down the middle. We're like, all right, well, I guess we're playing his ball. so then The next <laughs> shot comes, the same thing, left, right. We're deep over the green. He puts it to like, you know, five feet. He's like, he just looks at us with that, that Nick kind of smirk, like, y'all still need me, don't you? You know, and it was, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty
0: good. Uh, Ryan, we can't thank you enough for the time. It is always a pleasure talking with you, and uh, glad the family is doing well.
1: All right, likewise, guys. You just have a great weekend. All
0: right, buddy. You too. Take care. Enjoy the game. Ryan right. Kelly, uh, the Alabama great, now Indianapolis Colt great, with us on the JohnstonRVcenter.com hotline.